This is In-Ear Insights, the Trust Insights Podcast. In this week's In-Ear Insights, we're talking about awards. It's about to be award season. I'm about to do some judging of awards for uh, the PR Club of New England. Uh, Content Marketing Institute has rolled out their uh, content marketing awards application. So, Katie, how do you feel about awards? We both worked at a PR firm where we helped other clients win awards. How do you feel them now on the other side of the table as a CEO, as a company leader? Uh, what do they mean to you? Well, I want to take a step back to a job even prior to the PR company. So I came from an academic world where awards really weren't a thing. And so we had a design team and the design team would occasionally win some kind of award. And because I wasn't involved in the process, I actually naively had no real understanding of how that worked. And I think in my head, I was like, oh, somebody noticed the website and therefore decided to give us an award. I didn't at that time, because it's just what, it wasn't where my priorities and responsibilities were. I didn't realize that you had to submit yourself for the award and then somebody would decide whether or not you were getting the award. So. I mean, number one, when I moved into the PR world, uh, the more commercial world, it was a big eye opener because I didn't know that was how awards worked. So that was number one. Number two, I think depending on the type of industry you're in or the type of company you're at, awards matter or they don't. And so the agency that we were at, awards mattered because the number of awards was a bit of a status symbol and it was something that that agency and all the competitors would, they were all competing against each other to win that award. And so it became, at least from my view, less about the award itself and more about the bragging rights that you got it versus your competitor. And so we did start to see the quality of the work um, not be as great that was being submitted, you know, year after year because you're submitting for the same awards but you didn't necessarily have new work to submit. Um, and now at our own company, we haven't submitted for a single award, I don't believe, uh, maybe one or two, but we are looking at it now as more of a, does this award make sense? Will it do anything for us? We don't do PR for the company. We don't send out press releases to say, we won these five awards. And we've never had a prospect come to us and ask us, well, what awards have you won? Um, and so when I was looking this morning at, you know, out of curiosity, the CMI awards, they have 87 different categories. And there was one that stuck out to me that was like, oh, you know what, that act that logically would make sense. If we won that award, we could then attach it to that service and then say we have an award winning service. And so that to me does make sense. But having an award winning blog for us doesn't necessarily make sense. It, it's for us, a blog is a way that we communicate, but we're not selling things through there. Chris, what are your thoughts? I know you have some strong ones. I used to have strong ones. And then once we <laughs> left the PR world, I, I stopped caring. Um, <clears throat> no, in, in all seriousness, awards matter because people are dumb. Well, not people are dumb. People, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just wait till I don't have a mouthful of coffee to call people dumb, please. <laughs> Awards matter because people 
are heuristic engines. So they make very quick snap judgments. Um, you know, we all see this when you're look, we're talking about hiring, for example, you have, you know, the, the, the quote is a hiring manager gives your resume three seconds, right? You have three seconds to make an impression. Um, <clears throat> and having some kind of external validation that uh, an award can help someone make a decision faster. If you can say, like, mm -hmm. you have two things that, particularly when you they're not super clear what they do, uh, mm -hmm. and one has an award and one doesn't, otherwise they appear equal, it's easier for a person to make a decision saying, well, this one's got an award uh, and this one doesn't. So maybe I should go with this one. They otherwise appear the same. And anytime you're dealing with a commodity, something that has external validation does mm -hmm. matter. And so because we live in a world where, you know, these lovely devices are, are making us just so bereft of the ability to pay attention to anything, um, having that award, that, that snap judgment right away, does make a difference. And we know it makes a difference because John and I, for over a decade now, have done Marketing Over Coffee Awards, right? Mm -hmm. This is the award. It's a coffee mug. It is not exactly you know, a, a, a you know, gold trophy of some kind. It's not a, a prestigious thing. We actually started as a joke. John and I were like, oh, let's just have you know, Marketing Over Coffee Awards. They're all the same thing. Mm -hmm. And within a year, people were submitting serious award submissions. Like they clearly copied and pasted from something else. Um, but then we asked one of our, our, our listeners to submit, like, why? Why did you do this? And he said, because at my company, one of my performance metrics is the number of awards won. And so I have to demonstrate. And they, and they don't care what the award is. They just, you just mm -hmm. have to have won awards. And so getting a coffee mug with your company's logo on the back um, was just as validating to you know, his performance as a, a giant gold trophy from something. So, people mm -hmm. use it. It's it is a form of external validation, and it it it's no longer something that I can say. No, it doesn't matter at all. It, it no, it yeah. clearly does. It you know, and it does matter. And I think that you know, it's interesting because you know, we obviously the world in general has been remote for the <clears> past year plus. But when you know, if you work at an agency that's trying to win you know, big name brand business, you want that prospect to walk through the door and see a shelf full of really, really shiny trof trophies and awards and plaques and certificates so that that brand immediately, to your point, has that perception, okay, these are the guys I want to work with. They do really good stuff because people have given them that pat on the back. That's what that is. And so I totally understand it. I mean, it's very similar to you know, you know, I was just saying we don't need to win an award for a blog, but when those listicles come out every year of the top 10 blogs in the B2B space, you kind of want yours featured on it because it's PR that you don't have to pay for. It's awareness that you wouldn't otherwise get. I mean, so marketing over coffee, Chris, to your point, you know, you guys have been doing that show for 14 years or so. And year after year, it shows up on those listicles of top podcasts. You know, we've started seeing the uh, Trust Insights assets show up on those. Um, your personal newsletter and blog show up on those lists. And that's free awareness. And the way I think about it, it's very similar to winning an award because what it does is it puts your name in front of a very large network of people and with they're trying to figure out who should I go work with or who do I need to help me with this problem, they're going to look at those companies that other people have recognized as good. So if other people say it's good, it must be good. 
Yep. And fear is a big part of it, too. Um, there is a lot to be said for giving someone a security blanket when they go to their boss and say, hey, I selected these vendors. Well, how would you select these vendors? They all want awards. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it, it, there's, there's this whole cover your butt kind of thing that awards lend. Again, it doesn't even necessarily matter what the award is just to be able to say, hey, this company, has, this vendor has won an award, this vendor has not. And, you know, in large organizations where there is very much a, a real risk of, well, hey, you know, you chose a, a, a vendor that wasn't vetted well, so you know, we're going to fire you. Um, you want to cover your butt and to be able to have that external documentation that says, yes, this is an award-winning company. They've won X number of awards. Uh, I feel safe choosing them is important. And combine that with, again, with larger companies and procurement processes, it's usually not the CMO that's making the vendor decision mm -hmm. choice. It's the intern that's putting together the short list, right? And it's something we've said about account-based marketing. If you're not targeting like the junior staff and the, the researchers and the gophers, you're missing the point. So those people are, don't know the industry. They don't know necessarily a lot about the technical terms, but they can go, this one's won an award. That one hasn't. I'll put this one on the list and not that one. And it's it's as frustrating as it is to, to want people to do a better job with procurement and vetting companies i get it like you're taking a task that is relatively low value and giving it to the lowest paid person so you're not burning time of your experts and they're going to go with the easiest metrics available they're going to make that heuristic judgment this is an award winner i will choose that one mm -hmm. so do you think the kind of award matters or do you think it's just the sheer number of awards i i i think it's it depends, right? Depending on, it's kind of like certifications, right? There are some certifications uh, in marketing that matter, right? When you look at you know, Google, a Google Analytics certification, for example, we know what goes into that. We know the relative level of difficulty it takes to pass that. Uh, you look at another award like HubSpot's Inbound Marketing Award. That's a little easier, uh, certification. That's a little easier to get. And then you have a whole bunch of certifications, companies you've never heard of. You're like, I have no idea if this person actually knows anything because I have no idea who the awarding uh, certifying body is. Um, and, and awards are kind of the same thing. When you get, you know, every year when I get my IBM champion uh, thing, <clears throat> people have at least heard of IBM. Right, they don't have to guess. Like, who is this IBM company? They even if your opinion of them is negative, you've at least still heard of them. If you get an award from CMI, you know anybody in the the digital marketing space has heard of CMI if they've been in the industry for a while. Mm -hmm. um, same like Social Media Examiner. People know who runs Social Media Marketing World, and right. so I think in those cases, an award yes is validating from an authority you trust. It's confirming that trust. Other awards. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, but again, marketing over coffee has an award. We we made it up. Um, but because the brand is known, mm -hmm. there's some there's some trust there. When you look at a company, when you're evaluating vendors and stuff, and you're looking at or people, how much does the certifying authority matter to you? I think because I've been on both sides of it, it doesn't. Um, because I know, because I've worked agency side, and I know what goes into awards, and I know you know, the emphasis that's put on awards, Chris, to your point, you know, a lot of times the number of awards is someone's KPI. It's actually not something I look for because I know how, and blanket statement, I am not saying that this is what companies do, but I do know how easy it is to just sort of copy paste or, you know, make up 
something for an application just for the sake of winning an award. Again, I am not saying that that's what companies do, but I do know that that part of the process is possible just for the sake of getting that number of awards. And so, you know, what I'm also interested in is individual awards versus awards for the company as a whole. And so, you know, obviously, Chris, every year you're awarded IBM champion. I think last year I actually did submit for, you know, um, a woman in tech or a woman in AI award, which I didn't win. Um, and so I'm also sort of wondering, like, when people are making these decisions or when they're looking for that validation, does it matter if the executives themselves have awards or is it just the company as a whole for services? And I would, I guess I would argue that maybe both do matter. Like, but is there, is one better than the other or more important? I would guess it's all contextual, right? So mm -hmm. the, certainly the awards for individual executives matter to those executives. Like they like the pat on the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we worked with, we had a client in our PR days that literally one of the KPIs was how many Twitter followers the guy had. So you mm -hmm. know, he, he needed to get to a million followers um, to beat out that's the the CEO of a competing company. Like that was his thing. He had to beat this guy at everything. <clears throat> um, yeah, granted, that was a you know a personality defect of that particular client. Um, <laughs> well, no, I. <laughs> um, boy, this is one of those episodes where we wish we edited our shows, but we don't. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the there, there is a lot to be said for the idea of creating somebody as a thought leader um, mm -hmm. and having their personal brand reflect well on the company, right? You know, Robert Scoville got his start as, you know, Microsoft's sort of thought leader uh, <clears throat> and things. And you think about someone like Joe Polizzi, who, who is a co-founder of Content Marketing Institute and his personal brand brought a lot to that. You know, I think of Anne Handley, whose personal brand was the marketing prof's personal brand for a very long time. You know, so there is that there is something to having individual thought leaders who can attract audiences that the the company brand might not necessarily attract. When we started Trust Insights, we relied and still do to a, a decent extent very heavily on my personal network. Um, it was a, a major way to get the company up and running without having to spend tens of thousands of dollars in advertising to attract new audience. Um, mm -hmm in a situation where you have a thought leader that you either have or you're trying to create those individual awards do help validate that person i mean i've got a stack of like trophies up here that are collecting dust they don't matter to me personally but they do matter to the company in the sense that they were part of building that network that allowed the company to get off the ground more easily than it would have. You know, we're working on building your thought leadership as the CEO of the company, um, getting you out on the speaking circuit and things. And mm -hmm. again, those those snap judgments matter. If we can say Katie Rubero, you know, award-winning CEO of Trust Insights, that provides that extra assurance that you know a, a, a conference organizer would say, "Yep, she's won an award. This person has it. Let's pick her as as the speaker for this event." So, the heuristics do matter. And the interaction between the two, between the company brand and the personal brands can be very synergistic as, as we've demonstrated. It can also, it also has a double-edged sword because if that person mm -hmm. leaves and goes somewhere else, yeah. then they take that network with them. And their pile of awards. And, the, and their pile of awards, yes. Fortunately, we don't have to worry about that with our company. No, it would cost you a lot of money to leave me. 
<laughs> Taking all your awards too. <laughs> so, you know, what's interesting is as we're having this conversation, you know, I started with the opinion that, well, why do we care about awards? That's not what we do. But as we're talking, I'm like, okay, maybe having a handful of awards attached to Trust Insights wouldn't be the worst thing. And so, as I mentioned, um, the, Con the Content Marketing Institute just released their list of award categories. There's 87 of them. They're really good people and you should definitely check them out. Um, to the judges of CMI, we will probably be submitting to number 43. So look out for that. Um, but it does, you know, as we're talking it through, it does make sense to have awards attached to certain things within the company. So having an award-winning service definitely makes sense for us. Um, I should probably start putting a little more thought into, you know, do I want to be an award-winning CEO? What would I be known for? Um, I'm still of the mindset that submitting for an award just to get the award is not the right move for us. Um, primarily because we're still a very small company. We don't have the time to spend on things that aren't valuable in that sense. So yes, having the title award-winning would be cool, but not if it doesn't really do anything or not if it doesn't really speak to the kind of work. Because there are those people who look at not just the number of awards, but what the awards were for. And so if you have three different agencies, they're all award-winning, you need to then dig a level deeper to say, well, what, what did they win the awards for? Well, I need you know, content marketing services. I don't need someone who uh, wrote a really interesting piece on how to sharpen knives. So it's like, you, you start to, dig in deeper as to what the award was. Um, you know, Chris, as we mentioned, you get an IBM champion award every single year. You know, maybe that's something that we should put a little bit more prominently on the website. You know, maybe part of the research that we start doing is similar to our SEO, what do we want to be known for? And do those awards exist in the marketplace so that when someone is searching for, you know, best SEO services, Trust Insights comes up as award-winning SEO agency, those kinds of things. Yeah, I think all of that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, like everything, you will eventually hit diminishing returns on stuff. And I think mm -hmm. that's where the, you know, awards by the bucket uh, strategy can, can sometimes fall flat when you're like, okay, we own 15 awards. Next year, we're going to win 17. Yeah, but for the extra fees you pay, do you get additional returns right. above and beyond that as a proportion to the effort? But no, that makes total sense for a company to want to pursue awards that give that stamp of validation to people, to services, to technologies, to the company as a whole, as a way to help other people, outsiders, make a quick decision to say, like, yeah, this is this is something that I want to consider. It does give you a source of news. Uh, we mm -hmm. saw that in the, in the PR world. It, even if it is very self-serving, Mm -hmm. The reality is people still do pay attention to it. Otherwise, no one would watch the Emmys. No one would watch the Grammys, right? No one would watch mm -hmm. any of these, these award ceremonies <clears throat> if there wasn't some kind of a spectacle to it. And something that we may want to give some thought to because we do have you know, each of us individually as well as a company as a whole, you know, some level of brand strength. Mm 
is mm -hmm. starting our own awards. Like we did it with marketing over coffee pretty easily. You know, I've, I've joked about doing my own awards for, you know, for my own website, for my newsletter, just say like, okay, I'm going to accept award submissions. You, you must make a minimum $50 donation to a charity and send me a receipt with your award submission. Uh, and then I will judge your award, your submission very harshly. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the PR club has no idea what they're in for. They asked me to judge the, the uh, metrics and analytics category uh, submissions. So I'm like, okay. I actually have to clarify. Am I allowed to not award in a winner and just issue scathing rebukes to all of them? Like, you can. I'm like, good. That's <laughs> they, we, we want to encourage good measurement. Um, right. But no, I mean, even something like running our own awards wouldn't necessarily be out of the question. If you, And, you know, for anyone listening or watching, if you have brand strength of your own, there's no reason not to leverage some of that to to create an award because what we found with marketing over coffee once you create an award everybody links to it if they've won mm -hmm. something everybody talks about the award they won it's a great way to to change the dynamic of awards to mm -hmm. say like yeah everyone's pointing out this is the thing that i won so the trust insights award in excellence in data awarded to those who are not dummies about their data we might want a wordsmith. <laughs> <They work. laughs> um, no, and I, I, I totally understand your point. So it's definitely something for us to put on the roadmap of things to think about. Um, you know, we could certainly open up the question and then, you know, we probably will to our uh, analytics for marketers free Slack community. You know, do awards matter? Do you submit to awards? Would you ever consider starting your own awards? Have you started your own awards? What has that done for the SEO, the link backs, you know, for your company? Why did you start the awards? I mean, these are all now questions that I want answers to. And so if you're listening to this podcast, definitely uh, find me in our uh, Slack group, trustinsights.ai slash analytics for marketers is where you can register for free for that or uh, message me on uh, Twitter at Katie Robert or at Trust Insights and tell me about your experience with awards, why they matter, you know, have you started your own? And if you are like me and you came from a different kind of background, which again, I came from an academic background where awards were not a thing. The award was winning the grant. The award was winning the money from the government to be able to do the research. That was the award you won, congratulations. Now you have a lot of work to do over the next five years. Um, you know, did you have that eye-opening experience of how awards work differently in the commercial space? Uh, Chris, any final thoughts, Mr. Award winner? <laughs> As with everything, you know, awards are like every other marketing tactic, right? They're not your primary. Uh, they should be part of a of a nutritious breakfast, as the expression goes. Um, they they are like uh, hot sauce. You don't need a lot to to make uh, an impact, and using too much creates diminishing returns. So make sure it's it's something you consider, right? It's something you consider. Look around in your industry. Um, do, is there a difference um, in how companies that in your industry that win awards talk about themselves? More importantly, is there a, a difference in how customers talk about those companies that have won awards in your industry? If there is no chatter at all about it, maybe it might not be important. But if people do mention, oh yeah, this is an award-winning HubSpot agency, or this is an award-winning Google Analytics agency, it might be time to get on the, uh, the awards bandwagon. 
If you've got questions about anything we've talked about today, hop on over to trustinsights.ai slash analytics for marketers. Our free Slack group, as Katie mentioned, with over 1,700 people asking questions of all kinds just this morning. We're talking about the basics of bounce rates, you know, whether they matter or not. So there's a lot of great folks having some good conversations in there. And no matter where you're seeing or hearing this, if you want to get in the channel of your choice, head on over to trustinsights.ai slash TI podcast to see all the different options that we publish. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Want help solving your company's data analytics and digital marketing problems? Visit trustinsights.ai today and let us know how we can help you.